0: Welcome, everyone. Welcome to The Matter of the Heart, where we bring you heartfelt, educational, positive stories, all to elevate your spirit. I am your host, Carol Olivia, and always thank you so much for taking your time out to listen to The Matter of the Heart. We have a very um, interesting uh, topic uh, centered around acceptance. The healing process of acceptance. We hear the word a lot, but we we might not know how to go through the process of it, the transformation of it, and certainly all the positive energies that it can give to us in our heart. And the uh, and the uh, guest for the show is Prokito Dove. She is the founder of Laughing Buddha Network. She's the president of Discover Meditation Training. She is trained extensively as a meditation um, spiritual teacher at the, o, at the um, OSHO, and I'm sure many of you have heard OSHO, beautiful quotes, Multiversity in Pune, India. And she's the author of so many books, all on Amazon and anywhere else you would like to look. We, we welcome you to the show, Progita. Well, thank you, Karen. I am delighted to be here. I'm curious, how did you start with the healing process? Did something happen to you in your journey that you oh, were connected to the word acceptance? Uh, yes, it did.
1: I, I had a very painful childhood mm-hmm. and a, a cruel mother, actually. And so I had a lot of pain in my heart. I had mm-hmm. fear. I was actually terrified of my mother mm-hmm. and anger. Mm-hmm. and um, I decided to live in my head. That was the only way I could manage. Then when I was older, I realized that I had stuffed down all my feelings Mm -hmm. and it, it really wasn't serving me very well at all. I had a recurring back pain. I was smoking about 30 cigarettes a day. And then when my son was born, I It was like a big wake-up call. Okay, I have to do something mm-hmm. to heal, heal myself because I don't want to be the same kind of mother that, like my mother was. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had heard about Osho and his mm-hmm. uh, wide range of meditation techniques, including the expressive meditation techniques. So... When I found out my husband, I found out my husband was having an affair when I was six months pregnant. Mm-hmm. So, so add, oh. adding, mm-hmm. adding fuel to the fire. So I, I just knew I had to go and get myself healed. And fortunately, I got my full custody of my son in mm-hmm. our divorce. So I went, I took him to India with me. And I started doing all these meditations, like laughter and tears meditation, and there's a gibberish meditation for expressing our anger, and dancing meditation, humming meditations from different tr- traditions, like the Tibetan Buddhist tradition, mm-hmm. Bud- Buddhist, Sufi tradition. And as I did all these techniques, I I just was healing myself on a very deep level and i was instead of repressing all my feelings i was expressing them out in these Mm -hmm. expressive techniques and i found my inner peace which Mm -hmm. is what i've been looking for so that i could be with myself i could be in my body and accept myself who i was because before that i didn't even really know who i was so that's what really led me on that journey of acceptance, because mm-hmm. I realized I had a lot of judgment, self judgment,
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, because I wasn't good enough and I didn't believe in myself. I didn't have very good self worth. And it was, it was really doing the meditations. And then, That well, first of all, as I've said, I expressed out and I healed my heart and got my emotions into balance. But then came the magic of learning the witnessing the mind technique, Mm -hmm. um, which you might have heard of, created by the Buddha 25 centuries ago, where you sit. And you witness the mind, you become a witness to the mind Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and you learn to disidentify from the mind Mm -hmm. and not believe everything it says and realize that the mind is very limited in in what it has to say Mm -hmm. because it, it can only draw on the past. And... So what I learned was, um, in particular, was how many judgments I had in my mind about not just myself, but so many things about other people and so on. Right. And as I slowly um, became more aware of the negative effect of these judgments, Mm And I started to realize that, that every, everybody is, is, is judging, not just themselves, but others. And I think it's the number one cause of suffering in the world because we externalize the judgments because it helps us feel better about ourselves mm-hmm. if we can put somebody else down.
0: So um this was this was quite a well it's a power thing you know when somebody does that i believe uh, Prakita, yeah. when somebody puts uh, somebody down it's um, a falsehood uh, power thing and uh, of course it's also extremely insensitive so the compassion's not there so um as as you said so go ahead uh huh
1: well, um this was you know, as I was slowly evolving in my own journey of um disidentifying from the mind and seeing mm-hmm. how much harm all those judgments were doing, not only to myself keep, keeping putting myself down, dumbing myself mm-hmm. down, and perpetuating the work my mother had done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, uh, so I was able to let them go, just let them pass by. And then the compassion, which you just mentioned, the compassion and the self-compassion, the self-acceptance, the self-love mm-hmm. started to rise.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: I began to feel more deeply rooted in myself. Mm-hmm in who I am and my purpose and my gifts and talents and my joy and excitement about being here in the world and what I can offer.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I just started to to see people and life through a through a different lens, a different perspective through through best- the perspective of acceptance and i found the more i could accept myself the more i could accept others mm-hmm.
0: the more
1: i could love myself the more i could love mm-hmm. others
0: mm-hmm. well i think acceptance is such a powerful word because uh, i think once we accept exactly who we are because we all have a negative a negative and a positive there's nobody that's perfect but accept our total right. being you know then um the more we accept that, then we can really go on more, I think, with our mission of life. Absolutely. Yes,
1: absolutely. Everything everything becomes easier mm-hmm. because when I was being so condemning and critical of myself, right, then I was keeping myself trapped in mm-hmm. a like in this straitjacket and I could I couldn't move forward. Mm-hmm. Um And as soon as I was able to let the judgments pass by Mm -hmm. off the screen of the mind, just let them pass by and accept who I was in any given moment, then it released all this energy and creativity
0: and joy. And that's when I really started to move forward. Freedom. Freedom. I think it creates a freedom within that individual because they don't have that um, stuff that's gnawing deep right you know deep inside of them i mean acceptance is so powerful it's just the i am you know uh exactly yeah. i am and accepting uh, and and recognizing that we all have right positive and negatives we all have a history yeah and, um that history can be um I would say, you know, not looked at in such an intense way because more acceptance, I think, is more looking at the present. Well,
1: yes, exactly, being in the present and then having the ability to have compassion for ourselves and not being perfect because what I realized was we inherit so much of these judgments from our lineage, from our parents and our grandparents and going back Um, and so, you know, it's, it's like, it's not exactly our fault that they're there. And so that really helped me to stop giving myself such a hard time. Mm -hmm. Um, and just, yeah, I just accept that they were there. And, and then the other thing about judgment is I, I realized that sometimes we need judgment. For example, if, you know, if you're buying a new car, you want to, judge and compare with other cars mm-hmm. uh, to see which is the best one to buy. So in that regard, you know, judgment can be helpful, but that's, that's when it's to do with things. But when it's to do with people, then it's not helpful mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: when we judge and compare.
0: Right. You know, that's, yes. When we judge and compare, um, again, the lack of compassion. Yeah, you know, no, definitely. And you mentioned, you know, self-compassion. When we accept ourselves, we have self which is beautiful. You know, self-compassion for who we are. Yes. Um, now, you mentioned some techniques. Can you give us some examples? Of acceptance? No, of the techniques
1: that you learned. Oh, like of the expressive techniques? You yeah, mean? that would be great. Oh, oh yeah. Absolutely. Well, let's do the laughter meditation. That's a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. Uh, So with the laughter meditation, the first stage is you laugh, Mm -hmm. just laughing. There's no talking. Nobody has to tell jokes. You just start laughing. Mm -hmm. And then the second stage, you sit in silence. And this is a very simple technique. And yet it's incredibly powerful because laughter is a very strong and healing energy Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and first of all for the physical body it releases a tremendous amount of stress and tension from the body when we laugh Mm -hmm. so that's good for our health and then laughter opens the heart it's difficult to hate someone when you're laughing with them Mm -hmm. and then and then as far as the mind goes laughter erases fear you, you cannot be worried and laughing at the same time. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then in terms of our spirit or our soul, laughter acts as a bridge to take us deeper down to our inner silence, to our inner peace, to our center, two inches below the navel. Mm-hmm. Because it helps open up the whole energetic system. If you're a person like me, where I shut everything down and decided to live in my head, the laughter was a, a very powerful part of me being able to open up again and fi- find find my creativity. Because of, I teach many, many different uh, types of meditations and different mm-hmm. traditions. And the, the one I recommend the most for unleashing creativity is the laughter meditation. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, that's interesting. The laughter meditation. Well, laughter can be also the, the, the comedian certainly is humorous, is also creative. Oh yeah. Yeah. uh, George, George Colin to me was wonderful. Oh Um, yeah. You know, he was totally creative and uh, laughter. Then I guess what you're saying is that we look at life in with a different perspective. Sometimes it's not as intense. Exactly. It releases so much stress. It takes
1: Mm -hmm. the lid off the pressure cooker and it just gives us, yeah, like looking at life through a whole new lens and suddenly, you know, we can see the bright side of everything Mm -hmm. and have more
0: optimism Mm -hmm. and positivity. Mm -hmm. So with that, um, uh, how can we keep it up? Because sometimes we learn it. We learn a meditation, but we don't keep, you know, uh, conditioning.
1: Well, um, what I suggest with the laughter is to make a practice of laughing every day. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure, you know, a lot of people do laugh every day and, and laugh a lot. But what I'm suggesting is to bring more awareness to it, make a deliberate practice of it. And it's pretty easy to laugh even if it's just a few chuckles and a few giggles every day and of course it's fun it's not like some difficult serious practice where you've got to sit in the lotus position and chant mantras for three hours you know um and the la- laughter helps you be in the present moment which is what meditation is meditation's being in the present moment mm-hmm. so it, it has a lot of flexibility. It's free, and uh, you you already know how to do. You already know how to laugh, and then if you want to do it with one or two or three or more friends, um, that's a really good way to do it. And then you know, do the second part, which is sitting in silence. So the laughter, and then sit in silence for the same amount of time that you did the
0: laughter, roughly. Mm-hmm. And it also affects the immune system. Oh, yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Very good for, for the body on mm-hmm. every level. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Actually, I had a guest on, uh, Pergita, who's the founder of the Happiness Club. They're all over.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: You know, I mean, it's not always so easy for somebody to, to laugh if they have a trying situation. Um, I would Definitely. think that's a very big challenge. Um, yes. Wouldn't you think so? Or yes, yes, mm-hmm.
1: absolutely. So then, you know, if if you're feeling more, instead of like laughing, you feel more like crying, mm-hmm. then be with your sadness, be with your tears. Mm-hmm. The the idea is really to be with the feeling that is there. Mm-hmm. And be honest with yourself, because a lot of people are taught, taught not to cry mm-hmm. and or, or not to get angry, and so we start repressing. So I always say, express, don't repress
0: mm-hmm.
1: your mm-hmm. feelings,
0: mm-hmm.
1: Uh, because it's very important to get them out of the body mind, because if they if they're there for too long, they can start creating.
0: Disease and illness in the body. Mm-hmm. So. I think also, you know, when we release, like uh, you were saying, some some type of sadness, we're releasing it, so it's opening up another channel for um, the opposite, for laughter. Yes, because every yes. emotion has an opposite.
1: Exactly. Yeah, and laughter and tears—they're like kind of like two sides of the same coin. And mm-hmm. the more you laugh, the more you can cry, the more you can cry, the more you can laugh. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. both of them are expressions of the heart. So mm-hmm. sometimes when the mind can't say anything, you just burst out laughing or you burst into tears. Mm-hmm. And both of those are good because that's ex- expression of the heart mm-hmm. and um, really helps us, frees us up from past conditionings mm-hmm. when i started the laughter meditation i had never laughed like that in my whole life because i was always taught stop laughing you know stop giggling stop being so loud you know and things like that when i was mm-hmm. a kid mm-hmm. so i'd been repressing my laughter And I hadn't realized that until I started to do the laughter meditation. And there's just this massive amount of laughter that wanted to come out of me, you know, Mm -hmm. and, and it's, it's endless. I mean, there's always more laughter. Mm -hmm. It's really
0: cool, actually. Oh, that's very nice. Yeah. And you said sometimes in groups and what does that do? Does that enhance more? um the expression of laughter or yes yes Mm
1: -hmm. in groups it does i mean this year i i've been doing them online right the laughter meditation actually goes very well online so (laughs) i've been doing that one um the tears not so much because i do do a three-day workshop which is laughter one day tears the next day and sitting in silence the next day and that one i have to do in person
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but the laughter we can do online okay Mm -hmm. um and what did you so i know you studied with in the osho um what was it a a study group in with the a multiversity?
1: It, well, uh, the the pl- location is uh, a meditation resort in Pune okay. in India.
0: Okay. And
1: the Multiversity was simply um, one of the departments where where they did trainings for all the
0: meditations. Okay. Yeah, well, that's, uh, you know, meditation is so powerful, you know.
1: Incredible. Yeah.
0: What it can do? Um, do you feel that through meditation we can connect to uh, our past lives?
1: I think everybody's different, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, I've remembered a lot of my past lives, but mm-hmm. it like it's not necessary to be remembering past lives to find your inner peace, your mm-hmm. center, mm-hmm. your place of peace and calm in, in a wisdom, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: uh, it's it's not necessary to be thinking about past lives or remembering them at all. Okay. And what about uh, animal spirits? I know when I used to do it in my antique consignment shop, I would always see a a, a white bear.
1: Well, yes. I, I mean, I love the animal spirits. Mm -hmm. Uh, and I'm I'm a hypnotherapist, so we studied that a little bit in my hypnotherapy training.
0: Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Um, and finding what was your um, spirit animal, and how they could help you, and so on. So, yeah, some people some people love that.
0: Yeah, well, that's why it's so to me so fascinating because we, the unknown world, to me is so powerful that we're not totally conscious of everything, you know. Yeah, Um, there's no separation. I don't find there's a separation between the earth plane and the spiritual plane and the spirit plane. We don't see it, but it doesn't mean it's not there.
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I mean we're all connected. We're all one on the soul level, but we're we're separated by our personalities. Mm -hmm. Um, And then and then our authenticity is our connection between our personality in our soul
0: mm-hmm.
1: that's where we have our own unique expression of who we are
0: mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. and what do you what's your focus in hypnotherapy well in my hip I do hypnotherapy sessions on the phone I've been doing oh. the hypnotherapy for a little over 20 years now mm-hmm. and I simply ask my client Mm -hmm. what what is going on in their life that you know they're not happy with Mm -hmm. the the issue actually doesn't matter
0: okay because
1: because um what we're going to do is go deeper into the subconscious to find out what's at the root of it
0: right Mm -hmm. and
1: and what most people are aware of is the outer manifestation of the problem like it might be Lack of money, or it might be being overweight, or it might be you know, smoking cigarettes, um, whatever it is, and then we can we can journey deep into the subconscious and find what the root of the problem is and do the healing at that deep level, and then
0: the problem tends
1: to simply dissolve. Mm
0: -hmm. So, during that process. Uh, uh you are delving into that also with the client accepting certain issues of their past as well that weren't cleared up? Uh, yes,
1: absolutely. Because um, many people are like me mm-hmm. that have a lot of wounds from childhood or mm-hmm. beliefs that they learn certain things about themselves, which, which are really not true. Mm-hmm. Um, and this accounts for their lack of self-confidence and Mm -hmm. Mm self-worth or maybe their creativity is blocked. Um, Could be, unfortunately, there's a lot of people who have um, molestation issues who were molested as a child. Mm -hmm. And so we work with that too, to Mm -hmm. heal the effects of that so that they can, move forward in relationships or with their creativity or whatever it is they want in their life.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. No, that's a heavy trip. So if you were going to tell the, the listeners um, um, some wisdom about the concept of acceptance, uh, what would you like to tell them?
1: acceptance of yourself is the most important, much more important than accepting others, because the more you accept yourself, the more you're going to accept, be able to accept other people. Mm-hmm. And one thing you can do is you can write a list of what you like about yourself,
0: mm-hmm.
1: And you can, and then you can write a list of what you don't like about yourself. And then see if you can find a way Mm -hmm. to accept Mm -hmm. things you don't like. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Because if if you resist things, they they persist. (laughs) So the more you can accept what is for right now. It doesn't mean it's going to be that way forever, but if you can come into an acceptance of right now,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you relax. And in that relaxation, transformation can happen.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, that's, that makes sense. The transformation, right? Yeah. The transformation. Yeah. It's, it's like, um, you're looking at yourself better with a magnifying glass. <laughs> you yeah. see exactly who you are, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and, and respecting who you are. You know, exactly. realizing that you were created from a divine source or force, whatever you want to say. And um, why even bother with, you know, any type of uh, judgment on yourself? You're not going to right. get it, right? You know, accept everything. Accept the good, accept the bad. And then just take, you know, more steps in, in your life to expand
1: That's exactly what will happen. Mm -hmm. The the more you can accept yourself Mm -hmm. or accept any particular situation or accept any particular um, personality trait or whatever whatever it is about yourself, then Mm -hmm. in the very acceptance, the transformation Mm -hmm. happens. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But the transformation won't happen if you're accepting Mm -hmm. in order to get transformation.
0: I know what you're saying. Right, the uh, it has to be real. <laughs> right, that's cute. Yeah. exactly. Yeah. Well, well, you've uh, you've certainly given us a lot of uh, wisdom on a very powerful word, acceptance. Uh, Perquito, we thank you very much, uh, Perquito Dove, um, and she has many books on Amazon to to check out. And uh, this was fascinating. Thank you so much, Brigitte.
1: Thank you for having me, Carol.
0: And you've been listening to The Mad of the Heart. And I've been your host, Carol. And always thank you for listening.